Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you legends listen to. This week, we're smashing through the legendary gate. Our news is delayed. And our topic is all gooey. Ew. You, you know, <laughs> like like a GUI, a graphical user interface. Oh. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and our dragon this week is an elite agent, game designer, Keiichi Yano. And as always, my name's Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Hey. So, uh... How has your week been? Uh, gooey. <laughs> it's been a little gooey. <laughs> it has been very rainy down here for like two days straight. It's What's obnoxious. That? Right? Yeah, it's been super rainy. Like I have my own, I'm a Floridian. I was raised here. I have my yeah. own level of like, you know, I can I can take the rain. Like, like we're going to walk through the parking lot without an umbrella. Yeah. Like that's how Floridian we yeah, are. Not, yeah. like, you're just at a certain point going to get wet. Yeah. You, yeah. Have to, you have to live with that. Yeah, rain doesn't phase me. You're wet even when it's not raining down yeah. here. Just with the humidity. <laughs> Moist. Uh, yeah, yes, that word. <laughs> um, but like I, uh, but it's been more than ever. I it's think. been crazy. <laughs> we had like five inches in two days. Oh. Like it's yeah, the it's worst. Yeah, it's I like go to take the garbage out. I'm like, oh, guess I can't do that today. It's just do, a do, downer. Do. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, especially if you have dogs. Like, you know, we have we have dogs. Yeah. You know, we all have we dogs. Can't walk them. We can't walk them. <laughs> and then my dog, um, you know, we have to like have a little sling on her because her back legs are kind of iffy. She's a, she's an elder. She's dog. an elderly dog, <laughs> and so it's one of those like if Dalmatian, it's pouring right? outside, I'm also getting yeah. wet. What yeah. the heck? <laughs> our, our dog's a princess, so if it's pouring outside, she'll just be like. Uh, no, no, I'm going to pee somewhere and you're not going to notice, but I'm not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I notice. (laughs) Not immediately. Not while it's happening. She's sneaky. So these these hallways. Uh, Oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ninja pee. (laughs) But you know, thankfully it's, it's, it seems like it might've been over, but I think Manda, we were talking earlier. And, and you brought up a great point. Normally, if it rains this bad, it gets cold afterwards. Yeah, I feel like it's super unfair because it's like, it's oct- it's October. It's almost yeah. November. Usually, yeah. if we get like a really bad rainstorm, like afterward, it's like in the 70s. Yeah, for us, cool like, is like low 70s, yeah. 60s, stuff like that. Yeah, today was 85. Go. <laughs> After like four and or five human. days of raining. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, see, that's normal for me. If it gets a little cold, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Cool. <laughs> this is not nice that's the word nice not weird right as a floridian they go hand in hand (laughs) weird and nice i am forever blistering hot here 35 (laughs) is my happy place 35 is nice for me this is always hot how have you survived i am inside (laughs) all the time i'm like you wear jeans all, All the, the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thermostat in our house is sixty eight degrees. <laughs> wow. Always. Always. <laughs> that is chilly. I guess I never notice when a bunch of us are there because it's actually but, lower on those days. See, yeah. I don't even notice. There's so like so much hot air. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, speaking of hot air, welcome yeah. to the Taste of Dragons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get some more hot air, let's get into our games this week. What are you playing? And Troy, would you like to start us off this week? All right. So I decided to investigate the newcomer to Smash Brothers Ultimate. That is Steve from Minecraft. What? What? Oh, my God. I know we were a little (laughs) divisive when it came to the announcement of Steve. Some of us were like... 
I think we all agreed it was bad. I think thank we were you. a little thank decisive. You. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you. I was okay with it. <laughs> I was like for it. Brian's like, uh. And Joe was like, I could see it working maybe. <laughs> but you two, you two were yeah. under non-believers. <laughs> I, well, I feel like if it was like a grade, all of us gave it a C or below. So I wouldn't say we were excited. I, I saw potential. And yes. I, I'm here to tell you that the potential was correct. Oh. Steve is an amazing Smash Brothers character. <laughs> I, I looked at a tutorial beforehand by uh, Sakurai, and uh, it looked so complicated that it didn't look like fun. I think I told you, Lewis, I'm like, yeah. There's, you have to like actually craft for items and then build them. And it just seemed really kind of obnoxious. But then when I actually got into playing it, it is it works so well. Yeah. So wow. essentially, you have like a sword and a pickaxe that you can fight with, but you need the material. So you have to actually press a, a dedicated button that mines like ultra quickly. Think of it like if uh, if you're playing Donkey Kong, you have to wind up your punch. Uh-huh. It's that sort of thing. You want to get somewhere safe and like mine the ground. But the ground changes depending on what, what uh, stage you're on. Huh. So if you get enough materials, you have a little crafting bag, you go there and you very quickly build the best version of what you can. It could be if you start with a wooden sword, so maybe it's an iron sword or a gold sword if you have the materials. But <laughs> I know this is really complicated. I'm totally ruining this. Yeah, man, that's, a lot. that's a lot. Not winning me over. Okay, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, this fun. is a game where you press like... <laughs> A, a bunch <laughs> to hit someone in the face. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. <laughs> uh, you can, but that stuff is like, if you want to do it that technically, you can. Otherwise, it'll just give you, it'll be like general and you can just get a random set of items on like a, uh, a predetermined scale. So it's very average and you get things very quickly. Right. Um, that being said, this game is, this character is a utilities character a la Game & Watch or Wii Fit Trainer where it's not necessarily like Mario or Min Min where it's just punch things and they go. Like you mm-hmm. have to use a bunch of, or like Snake, you have to use their kit totally, mm-hmm. an Animal Crossing character to really get the full uh, fun out of them, which makes them really unpredictable. I mean, kind of like the hero from Dragon Quest in the game where he has a large list of spells that things you can they use. can do. Yeah. yeah. And it comes around to all those little uh, like, magic spells or whatever they can use in order to make them effective mm-hmm. it's it's actually brilliant because you're one on one hand thinking about winning the fight but on the other hand like strategizing how you can make the environment work for you because you can actually build blocks in the game to either stop people from from getting back on the board or mm-hmm. to just keep yourself higher ground or if you're falling you just create a block under you oh yeah <laughs> and oh. then jump back up oh that's interesting uh, oh, that's yeah it. if you're quick enough and good enough yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it, it so there's actually a skill tier there that if you can get your head around all the different utilities you can use mm-hmm. it it just got so much fun because I like games where the objective is to yeah knock the person off, but like you also have a secondary objective. Those are just more fun for me to play, mm. and that's what this character is. Okay. So I'm looking at the entire board instead of just like who's attacking me or who I'm going to attack next. Right. And then I was like, well, that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and uh, looked it up. According to Gfinity Esports, they have ranked Steve as an S tier Smash character. Ooh. Yeah, that was bribes. <laughs> I think the S stands all- for Steve. Okay. Oh, oh, he's Steve tier. Oh, oh yeah, sense. Pikachu's a P tier. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Wario W tier. Oh gosh, damn. It. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I I highly encourage you. Steve falls into the category of like, unfortunately, a majority of the Fire Emblem characters for me, where uh-huh. I didn't know exactly. I'm not that in love with their source material. I respect it, but it's not just. It's not. I didn't play it growing up. Yeah. Um, but. 
I do love Smash characters, regardless of where they're from, <laughs> because some of the some of the uh, Fire Emblem characters are my favorite, like Robin. But I've never played their game, yeah. uh, and that's kind of how I'm kind of how I'm feeling with Steve right now. It's yeah. like, all right, I didn't play Minecraft, but damn, is this fun to to just run around with? Now, nice. now, now, do I have to pay to play as Steve? Yes, it's like a it's a pass. That's, yeah, it's so a fighter yeah. pass. Yes, it's gonna be soft now. What? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the game came out in like the 2017 or something, uh-huh. and you're still playing it. You can't you can't throw three bucks over four bucks for Steve. No, five. I don't know how much it is. No. It's five bucks. That's five fine. bucks. Oh man, no. Well, if you get th- if you buy the pass, which is thirty bucks, you'll get one character free. This could have been your free character. That's right. Hmm? Boom. Huh? <laughs> Boom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so that's, uh, that's Super Smash Brothers Steve, Steve. edition. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. And then uh, going next, it'll actually be three of us. It'll be Joe, Lewis, and myself. We all played Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Legends update, the 1.1 update, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The co-op. The co-op update. <laughs> the online, the Neo edition of it. That's definitely the Neo edition. <laughs> Uh, so, so you guys have been dabbling into it uh, a lot more than I have. Definitely, um, you guys have both been playing like the new the new game plus. How is that? Uh, it's fun. It, they yeah. just kind of made it a, a I would say a lot harder because I think new game plus lethal plus is actually one hit kills most of the time now. Yeah, it's either one or two. Yeah, you you can you can be hit once if you have full power, but if you don't have your full bar, it I do think it actually <laughs> kills death. you. Yep. So yeah. it, it's it's nice to really have to block but yeah. I, since i was doing that last week it's really not that different now <laughs> i am really angry though oh yeah i do not have my hundred percent uh ghost armor uh translucent thing they give you they did not transfer that over that's just a goof up oh yeah oh, damn. that was the outfit i was gonna wear and i can't now oh damn but what about that so how's the co-op though because co-op you have you can play legends missions on there which are just what two play two people can do that and then you have survival, which is four people, right? Yeah, and uh, I mean, this, they're both pretty cool. I mean, the story ones are really interesting because it's uh, this storyteller literally just going through what he calls these legends or like these stories. Like he, when you get into the game, he's like, he's like, relax and let me tell you one of my favorite stories. It's like a ghost tale. Yeah, <laughs> it's like hey, I get it. Um, and uh, is so, there like a campfire? A bunch of you guys are sitting around, and then some, one of you puts like gunpowder on the fire and. It, like, they they say this is a submission for the Midnight Society. Midnight Society. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story. No. no, but it is like all the Mystic quests in the game, where it becomes a scroll and a calligraphy brush is being used to tell you a tale. Essentially, mm. it looks very uh-huh. cool. It nice. is. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. And then the survival stuff is just. I mean, you know, Brian, just really fun. Yeah, I uh, I never played this game before. I saw Joe play it a lot. I've seen you guys play it a lot, and it looks very fun. But I never played it myself because Joe was playing it, and you know. We like to switch off the games and just watch each other play. And so this one on this week's Friend Zone is on Twitch, backslash Taste of Dragons. You know how it is. <laughs> Wednesday nights. Wednesday Eastern Standard. Uh, we were all playing it, and I was like, all right, you know, that's my day. That's my game. Or that's my day to stream. So I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's try it out. And Joe's like, oh, do you want to try it before you guys start streaming? I'm like, nope, I'm going in cold. <laughs> all week. 
I asked almost every day, are you sure you don't want me to just load my game up so you can just run around? Even if you die, it's not a really big deal. I can have I just, everything. Can I just tell you the block button, man? Can something, please? No. <laughs> Going in cold. So, <laughs> so I went in there. It was like a half an hour before the stream. And I was like, all right. Went over to the options menu. It shows you what all the buttons do. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, this, all right, so this does this, this, this. All right, cool. So we got in. We're all playing. And I was just like, all right. So how do you dodge? <laughs> you <laughs> went down like three times in the first two minutes. Two, yeah. two seconds. <laughs> it's like, so how do you dodge? It's like, how do I get rid of shields, guys? And Troy and I like say a bunch of stuff. And you're like, that all sounds really cool. It means nothing to me. Yeah. What do I do? And then we're just like, just dodge. Just circle. I was like, so what? what oh, so circle. Gotcha. All right. Done. Because all I knew was the block button. I was getting murdered. I think that was like an hour in when the circle button got found. Because yeah. you kept using L1 to parry. But I, I know I had told you the red thing that when they yeah, start red, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't parry it. You can't do anything. You just have to dodge. Oh, I know I couldn't parry. But I just didn't, didn't know the dodge. Know what dodge was. <laughs> kept getting hit by it. But it was great though. Once we were playing it, because we played it for a good solid four hours. Was it really four? I thought it was just three. No, it was four hours. Holy! <laughs> we went from eight thirty to twelve thirty. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and we it lost was, our minds. We did. <laughs> that game is so fun with 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 people that you're with friends and people that you're on comms with. Like definitely. It was so much fun to be like, Oh, I gotta go over to Docs. You guys yep. go over to Beach or whatever. It was it was a lot of fun. It, it was it was perfect like fighting somebody and then and then there's like a crowd or whatever and then as you're fighting one of your friends just falls into flame into frame from like the sky oh, and murders man. someone yeah. like a stealth kill from above or you just it was see so it happen cool. and you're like oh dude that was really like, cool brian and i were doing archery and like our arrows are crossing over each other and headshotting people yeah. like it's it was so satisfying to to coordinate attacks yes I can say as a person who has only played with people I don't know, not on comms, it's still really fun. Yeah, it is. Especially when they're better than you. <laughs> I played Carry a silver me. mission. Ooh, boy. I, you know what? The next thing I unlock is going to be a Ronin because having somebody bring you back to life because you're not as good as them and you can, you know, kind of help a little, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. indeed. That is, that is fun. Although I've played a bunch of story missions where people that aren't very good and they try to shoot things with arrows and they miss every time. I'm like, dude, it... Like they keep shooting, shooting, and then I just do a headshot. I'm like, dude, just, just why aim. are you playing with me? <laughs> the story mode is different because you can only have one person with you, so yeah. it's only two. So and when you're when you're matched up, it's, they hope I hope they mesh with you well. Yep, I, I hope so. A lot of the time, not. There are a few. Uh, me and Lewis played uh, co-op some uh, puzzles that need some co-op to ugh. like solve it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. yay if you have friends, but ugh if yeah. you don't. Oh, man, some there's a there's stuff. a mode that we didn't even try. That there's a forget the guy's name who's telling the story gyozo or g-y-o or g-y-z-o or g-y-o-z Giozin, i think yeah Giozin. Yeah. yeah um where he has it's called Giozin's curse and um i did that last night i tried doing that uh today and what it does is it connects you and the other person you're playing with so you can't separate hard mode that's just the hard mode you have to actually tap that thing when you're walking through the gates to do that what there's a there's two okay so I have only played that on silver. I don't know what the bronze is like. So I don't know if you were playing one that was gold or, or silver, but I was playing it on silver. Okay. I played it on silver. You had to actually, uh, you had to, both of you have to say yes to that. Yeah, we did. And yeah, I yeah. said yes to that. Cause the dude was just standing there and I was like, yeah, we played the first two of these pretty easily. We got, we meshed very well, but then having to stay next to him. 
Oh man! Because if you guys go apart, your health it starts, starts to kill draining. you. It's Gozan's uh, oh. curse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it's like just, best your life just starts to drain <laughs> like crazy. Yes. And it was we were doing it on a mission where we both had to get like different attunement swords. Yeah. From across the way, I did the same thing. Yep. <laughs> and then fight a bunch of different people. We, yeah, we didn't do it. Sounds like good <laughs> couples therapy. It would have been better. I don't better. think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so at all. No. Me and my friend, my Ronin friend, thank God he was a Ronin. Um, it was awful, yeah. but great. Game no, that system. Super great. So yeah. there's a Ronin who can bring people back from the dead. There's assassins who can turn invisible and other people invisible. The archers who are just ranged and do yep. a lot of good range damage. And the warrior who's kind of like a tank. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's the four classes you can choose from. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. And I mean, in playing, I hopped on New Game Plus before I even hopped on Legends. Because I'm like, you know what? Same thing with Joe. I need a... I need to train a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I need to remember how to block. Oh, you didn't want to go in cold? What's no. wrong, man? <laughs> if I would have gone in cold, I wouldn't have done as well as I did with you guys. Okay? <laughs> I would have been dying like crazy. And then a uh, quick story from, from our friend zone on Twitch, backslash Tasia Dragons. Uh, <laughs> on that, uh, so we did the four like regular bronze missions of survival. And then we're like, you know what? We got good enough gear. Let's do silver. <laughs> Let's just go in on a whim. <laughs> on a whim. Let's just do it. It's you know it's towards we're, the end we're of the only night. Fifteen. Uh, we're only under leveled by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, but that's the most you could be because yeah. the gear only you know only drops at a certain level at bronze. Yeah. And so we're like, all right, let's just do it. Maybe we'll survive. You know, ten or fifteen of these waves because there's twenty waves total for silver. And we got up to the last wave, guys. Yes. And we were just like, oh, my God, we're on the last wave. It was grueling. It's going to be time time to time. die. <laughs> yep. And we only had one little, like, zone left. And guys are coming in left and right because we it, only have one zone left. It looked like Dynasty Warriors if Dynasty Warriors was filled with nothing but bosses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and one sword swipe doesn't wipe an army away. It just kind of taps a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were so undergeared because yeah. of the way it was. <laughs> And at one point, um, Lewis and Hisella gone down. I had literally just gone down. I was like, all right, Troy, you're the last one remaining. <laughs> I kept my cool outside, but inside I was like, ooh. <laughs> and the only reason why I told him that was because uh, the enemies had to stay inside of a circle for a certain amount of time. And we had already kept that circle clean the entire yeah. time. I was like, Troy, they're both outside the circle. <laughs> Just go revive them. We have plenty of time. Just go. <laughs> and he had, and he's like, too late. I'm already invisible. Yep. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm invisible, guys. I'm going to stealth revive all of you. Yeah. And yes. it was great. He revived all of us. There was only like what four enemies left yeah. at that point. Yeah. So we all came, we all came up. I and went we just in, murdered that. I dude. went invisible as like a a scepter was coming down on my head. I rewatched it last night, oh, and yeah. I was like, oh dang, that would have been it. That would have been it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been an hour of our lives that we just lost. Yeah, because every other every other one in bronze was like thirty minutes. Thirty yeah. minutes are like two minutes left yeah, that one was 50 minutes long just one of and them and it was great yeah it was it was phenomenal it was a great feeling yeah and yeah if you have ghost of seshima play it it's yeah. awesome it's great so yeah that was our games uh ghost of seshima legends edition or legends update it's getting five sandwiches five sandwiches <laughs> you know i Get would it. give it four that legends half. update yeah, yeah definitely yeah. it made Absolutely. the game even like way better yeah uh, and then what about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? I played the early access for Baldur's Gate 3, and it was uh, it was kind of an adventure. <laughs> I haven't played like a big 
triple a pc game in a while because normally the games come out for everything and then i'll just play them on console right. mm-hmm. and and there's like that frequent argument of people being like you know the pc's better and i was like yeah you know I, the, the graphics are probably better and yeah i know i can download mods it'll be really cool and then this one came out i was like okay is it coming out for console and the creator said that it's not ever just mm-hmm. period oh wow so i was like okay so i guess i'll play it on pc and i would like to say to the internet to everyone who's like pc is better that i i adamantly disagree because i spent an hour and a half downloading drivers (laughs) and changing system settings (laughs) and i never have to do that (laughs) on my console it was like oh great i have to go look up which nvidia driver that i want so i have to spend 15 minutes on the internet researching and i can i play games on my pc all the time just not this game because oh because it uses this component that's just a great yeah so listen uh, that's part of the adventure manda that's part of the adventure yeah yeah yeah. it's it's not great it's not my favorite But the game itself is really fun. It it does a really good job of digitizing Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. like the tabletop role playing game. It feels very much like that. You you have interactions with the other players in your team, which are really quite lovely. Um, the the scenarios that are built there feel very much like dungeons, like the way they're mapped out and stuff. It is early access, so there are some minor bugs, but I mean it's gonna happen. Right. The only thing I, I I didn't like about the loop is there were multiple opportunities where I would walk into an area I wasn't ready for the whole team would wipe mm-hmm. and I would start back over and according to like the internet and Twitter that like that, that's like a common occurrence like it's a part of the game but it right. felt very not D&D yeah. because you mm. don't like your party doesn't wipe yeah, like if you, your party wipes your campaign's over like, yeah. like it's just end end and this that team is built into this like there are times where I would walk around a corner I couldn't see around the corner unless someone went around the corner and even mm-hmm. sneaking I got caught sneaking and the whole party wiped um. and it was just like because th- I just wasn't high enough level to be there yet mm-hmm. but like I wasn't far away from the objective and so I think that's just a part of the game gotcha which isn't bad it's yeah. not a bad game mechanic it's just like oh this is very undnd for me mm-hmm. but overall the game's very nice the characters are really well done they, they got very good yeah. voice actors the like style of the characters is the, really interesting. The create a character looked really good, like oh, to the point that I want to just create my own real D and D character in it just to see what he would look like. Yeah, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but you create your character, and then after it ends, they ask you to create what what your character would find attractive, and then you get to make another character. <laughs> and I was like, what? yes, please. So I made a what? gnome lady. I, she's not a gnome; she's a halfling. But in my head, she's a gnome. <laughs> I made a gnome lady, and then I was like, well, my gnome lady find attractive, and I made a dwarf that looked like a Greek god. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, would you go tiefling? Would I, would I go tiefling? Oh, you know what? I think as I'd your go as your no no as like your love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Double tiefling. Double tiefling. <laughs> tiefling on tiefling. Yeah. Tiefling. Yeah. All right. All right. Man. Yeah. Nice. Why not? He calls it TNT. <laughs> TNT. <laughs> Dynamite. And that's the theme song that plays the entire time <laughs> during any interaction. I love it. I love it. And then uh, in that game, you can also play online with your friends, right? And your friends can be the other characters. Um, I, I heard that there is co-op, but I don't know if it's in the alpha or if okay. it is in the alpha, the alpha slash beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I haven't tried it yet. Okay, but, gotcha, gotcha. But I'd like to. Yeah, I did hear that that was going to be a part of it, that you can just join up with three other friends and just play a campaign together, which oh, is wow. really awesome. That is yeah, really that cool. sounds fun. Nice, nice. All right, cool. So that is Baldur's Gate 3 Early Access. Nice. All right, cool. And that'll do it for our games. That brings us to our news segment. News, 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 news. that a sneeze? Plus news. And this week... 
Uh, so last week, we recorded a little bit earlier in the week. You know, we were like, you know, that's fine. Yeah. We normally do it on Thursday, yeah, so we no. did it on a Tuesday. Exactly. And we're like, you know what? That's okay. Not much news has happened these past couple of weeks. No. We're not going to mm. miss all that much. What could uh, possibly happen in two days? Exactly. Uh, well, we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so starting out, both the Xbox and the PS5 showed off what their UI for their new consoles is going to look like. So how did you guys think it looked? So I think it looks pretty great. It's got a good uh, flow to it. It's got a pretty great. Yeah. I liked both of them. I did find it very funny how the PlayStation 5s released like almost immediately after the Xbox is released. Yep. <laughs> and it was pretty funny to me. <laughs> it's got to be that way. It's yeah. got to be. I mean, they, they have to do it. It's so close at this point. They're like competing to get as many people to jump on one or the other. Yeah. And I don't it, think a UI would sell a system for me, but like I get, I I mean, get that constant you. competition. That's you. But like some people, I don't know. You spend a lot of time in it. You do. It's true. You do. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And then uh, also speaking of PlayStation, uh, they made some changes to Party Chat. Uh, it now actually records your conversation, but it does not keep it unless someone reports it as harassment to PlayStation. Oh my gosh, the internet blew up. Yeah, because this because people all people heard was, "Oh, you're recording my conversations," and everyone was like, "Oh no!" Now everyone knows how many times I've said the N word, yeah. the F word, <laughs> or Look, the F- any, a G any, word. Any chance for someone to hump on a conspiracy or paranoia? They'll they'll definitely do that. So they, they just hear right. recording and they go, what? I think I think it was it was part partly paranoia, but also partly people being like, oh, I can't be mean anymore. That I can't too. I can't be an a hole anymore. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, too. maybe you should never been saying those words to begin or, with, man. Or like, I can't talk about private stuff on on this channel. That's that too. I yeah, thought yeah, 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 exactly. Like, but it, PlayStation came out and they're like, no, 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 we're recording it, but it's only for if people report this chat yeah. to us like they and do even then yeah like yeah, if you, you report in a game they show you you can like have like the last 15 minutes of the game or the last five minutes yeah, of the yeah, game yeah. and then send that with the report yeah and that's what it is it's only going to even then it's still only going to keep what's necessary for the harassments i was gonna joke and say like like they weren't doing that already but i'm glad to know that that wasn't a joke because yeah. like hey <laughs> hey if you signed up for a free thing on the internet they're selling keeping your data just yes. like across yes. the board if just you're like doing a know thing, that they're just keeping it yeah <laughs> Like, that's don't, correct. Don't that assume bell, anything That else. is happening. That bell has already been rung. Yes. <laughs> uh, and hopefully uh, your bell sounds okay. <laughs> so, so if you want to continue to say whatever you want in party chat and not get reported, just make sure you're with friends who are also on the same page as you. Yes. Otherwise, if you're just making fun of someone and making someone feel like crap, you will get reported. I which probably, probably cool. shouldn't play video yeah, games Exactly. Anymore. Good. Exactly. Yeah, good. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Maybe. And then uh, finally news this week. Bungie shut down a cheat seller for Destiny 2, which is good for them. You know, I, I think the cheat seller has been in operation for like a year. So people are like, why did you wait so long? <laughs> the, the Twitter wait. blew up with yes. people complaining about how b- banning the cheat seller ruined the game for them. Yeah. Uh, and there were lots of really fun posts from Bungie developers <laughs> that were like, this made my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have questions. What is a cheat seller yeah, for Destiny? That's okay. So, what, so it's basically for PC only because you can't really sell cheats for the consoles this makes but, sense to but me what now. it does is uh, the cheat lets aimbot. players uh through shoot through walls they could teleport what? there's aim bots so Whoa. it was basically just oh i'm always aiming at their head for the most part uh and then also many other things um and so it's actually great news for the community because they can now pvp without you know having to worry about that corner of the internet 
I'm sure there's still cheats in this in the game, but at least it's a lot less. I think Destiny came out earlier, and they're like, uh, this year cheats have been up by like 50 percent or something well, like yeah, that because they're on PC now. Yeah, <laughs> that, they knew what the, what door they were opening. Oh yes, there. <laughs> that is a bell that you were talking yeah. about earlier. <laughs> That's two rings. Oh, <laughs> ding 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 ding. Uh, and also speaking of bells that uh, were finally rung again, Twitch had another DCMA purge this week. Uh, but it is still not being specific as to what is being copyright striked from their things. They just sent out a generic email to like a whole bunch of people. It just the, the the email just sounded like a threat yeah. to, to anyone who has a bunch of followers. Like, don't you, don't you play music? Don't yeah. you dare play music? Don't you do it? And then also, um, don't you should you probably dare play that Madonna song. Yeah, uh, you should probably also delete all of your old content. Uh, here's a tool to do it. Right, because if their old content is in violation, they're going to get copyright taken down. And but they didn't tell them which of their content it is, so they just gave them a tool that's just like did, delete all of it. Did you play Hootie and the Blowfish on episode thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> so, someone made a someone made a very valid point. It's like if you upload a YouTube video and then there's something in the YouTube video they don't want you to use, they just they just mute. Yeah, all are part of it, mm-hmm. and the idea that Twitch is like we will ban you forever is just like you can't just do what YouTube well, does. They're going to just... ban or delete that content. So yeah, they're going to. It it would just delete it. Wow, Uh, it just delete it outright. And so the the difference between YouTube and and Twitch though is, is that YouTube, yeah, they'll just mute it out. But there's no choice to do that live on Twitch. So YouTube, if they upload a video, they Mm -hmm. automatically just sweep through the entire video. Go, all right, you're deleted, and nobody ever hears it. Where at least on Twitch, they're if they're doing it live then there's no way to so mute that. Their archival live. has the same rules as their live. Yes. YouTube also has the algorithm that uh, if if they're not going to mute that vo- the volume track, mm-hmm. they're actually going to give money to the person who initially copyrighted it. So you can make okay. an entire video, use five seconds of a song in that video, and that song artist is the one, whoever owns the copyright, whoever published that song, is the one who actually gets the money off all the views and the advertising of your video that you made. Yep. Cool. Because you use their song. Yeah. yeah. Twitch cannot do that because exactly. it's live. Yeah. It's live. Yeah. It's, not, not, it's not so much they can do. So, can't do that after the fact and then retroactively apply it. That's what I think too. But I think it doesn't can, actually work for YouTube is... either. It's not a lot like of people find it. Excuse. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's very complicated. Yes, it is. Right. Uh, but Twitch did also say, "Hey, listen, we do have a new thing that you guys can use. It's called Soundtrack by Twitch, and it's a whole bunch of music." <laughs> they that... just like slid in their their demo tape. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> what they did. They're like, "Listen, this is stuff that we've already cleared with all the artists. You guys track, can track use." Track number three is fire. But okay. it's kind of like listening to the radio. You're only going to hear a set amount of yeah. different music from it. Can we right. use it? Can Wait, we just get on this on was, this now and say, like? Can we use and it? And like yeah. just just be like pro advocates for it? Yeah, can yeah I absolutely. Just, can, can I just have? Music We're actually going to put. You can you can do other stuff. Like you can you can either buy non royalty free music, or yeah. you can like contact local bands and play mm-hmm. their stuff, or you can get. Yeah, st- yeah there there are yeah, other if, ways around it. No, for sure. There's some hardcore stuff you have to be careful about. If you get a clearance from an artist, this is a big thing that happened on YouTube actually a few years ago. People were going to the artist directly who um, who made the song when they were a local small time person. Mm-hmm. Some company purchased the rights to that song mm-hmm. at some point. So even though you paid the artist, you paid for the royalties, you paid to be able to put it in a commercial video that you're now making mi- money on, you did all the right things. The person who actually owns the copyright did not agree to any of that. And YouTube does nothing to save you from it. And that company themselves, a lot of them are like, okay, cool. Well, let me know every video you used or one of our songs before you do it or after you do it. Because we're going to copyright strike it anyway. It's an algorithm. They can't help themselves. Right. So it's going to hit you anyway when you need to be monetized at the most. So and be very specific in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of insane how, how brutal it is for artists yeah. and well, for people who are using their music. Y'all, looks like we just got to make our own music. Just like we do exactly. on this show. That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't play other music on our channel, so it's only for people who do stuff yeah. like, hey, I'm drawing, and mm -hmm. I, I have to have noise in the background. It, I can't I mean, just be scratching pencil what noises. What if I want to have, like, death metal playing as I'm murdering people? Well, normally you're, you're playing the music from the game you're playing. <laughs> yes, Which whatever. is also another... Quagmire because yeah. like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, all of oh, that music is yeah. copyrighted, yeah. and so you could get your just by playing that game, and you don't you don't have it muted, you can get copyright stricken for that. Yeah. On the That's PlayStation, stupid. when you play that on Twitch, yep. all of the songs are muted automatically. Yep. You can just really? hear the skate noises. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. I'm sorry. That's dumb. Well, I mean, that's part I of know. it. <laughs> that's just how it is. I know. That's the law. Doesn't yeah. make it not <laughs> dumb. Well, I, it makes it less dumb if you're the person who wrote that song. And you're like, hey, I put it in this video game. And like, I made money with it being in the video game. But yeah. like, if you play that on your stream, like, I'm not making any money off of that. And you and you yeah. wrote that song, so yeah. you should get. Hey, Lewis, just give me one of your plays, and then let me use it, and then I'm gonna make a lot of money off of it, and That's not doubtful, give you any. But, uh, <laughs> good luck, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, closing out the week, uh, the elections are among us, and so is <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take Sus. it. Come on. Sus. <laughs> and so is Alexandria Asasio Cortez. The popular politician played the game Among Us with several prominent streaming personalities and drew over 400,000 people concurrently mm -hmm. watching her stream. Well, that's not fair. I mean, that's completely <laughs> what, fair. I mean, yeah. like, she's a celebrity. Yeah. What fair. if that's how we decide the next president is we put both of them in an Among Us game? <laughs> uh, so, okay, but who wins, though? The person who's better at lying or the person who is the most honest? Oh. You can't just have two. There has to be somebody else. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But, I mean, but again, who's the winner? <laughs> <laughs> best of the three. Okay, best of the three. But again, is it the person who tells the truth or who lies? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's the president. They have to be good at both things. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, yeah, good point. Good point. Best I mean, out of three. Wrong. <laughs> uh, she did play with Ilhan uh, uh, Omar, who's another congressperson. Yes. So it was kind of great to have them both like... <laughs> <laughs> together it's like wow you guys are a squad <laughs> uh but it was it was a lot of fun to actually see that and actually see politicians actually embracing yeah and, and doing things with looking at the, the new mediums the yeah. community yeah. And, and yeah she did talk about some policy things here and there of course but when i watched about it, it wasn't just like all right guys let's go it was just like i don't know it sounded very conversational versus like i'm here to preach at you mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a humanizing act yeah you know? yeah and it's yeah. much more it was much more for me like get out there and vote like, right, please right. It, just get out there and vote. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter who you vote for, but it doesn't matter who you vote for. <laughs> just get out there and she vote. She went deep on healthcare. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but like in general, I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Really yeah. get out there and vote. <laughs> exactly. I, I think it's great. Was she like 20, like late 20s, I think? I don't know. Yeah, I think she's in her 30s. Yeah, I think she's early 30s. around there. But yeah. like. That, that that's that's where we're at guys this is our new generation that's yep. going to be taking over the the political world like we all played among us and gta yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and fall guys and we're going to base policy off of all those things we so. all know what's up <laughs> yeah we're, there, in in 20 years in congress it's going to be like some guy's reading a bill and somebody's just gonna be like that's sus that's <laughs> sus no that's going to be in the bill yeah it's going to be in the bill <laughs> anyone who is sus may not <laughs> <laughs> well what's the meaning of sus well that's i'm glad you asked that question here's another article that's very <laughs> sus of you sir but let's go into it <laughs> this is all on cnn yeah <laughs> sus and yeah. yeah. um and then 
Bonus personal news. Manda had a lifelong goal she never knew she needed happen this week. The the mighty Tim Schafer, the creator of Monkey Island and uh, Psychonauts and wonderful other Indian platforms. Everything. Everything. everything, <laughs> everything. everything. The, the funniest man on the planet posted something on Twitter and I commented and he liked my tweet. What? And it wasn't just any tweet that you tweeted. You tweeted a pun. I tweeted a pun, and and he liked it. He the funniest, the first, and I think is the funniest in the world. Liked a thing that I said. He thought it was funny. So just so it's even more than that because I feel like the person that almost like helped define your sense of humor validated your sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which would make sense. It and does, and does. he's involved in the gaming industry, so we can say it on this uh, on this yes, podcast. Yes. Yeah. Now, my new goal is that we're going to be best friends. I'm going to say that on the podcast right now. Uh, hey, that's an admirable happen. goal. It is. Yes. And this is just a stepping stone, right? Yep. 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 There it is. The awesome. pebble is is there. That's right. He's got to step on it. That is, that is one skip in the pond to the other side of you being best friends. Yes. yes. <laughs> Awesome. And then finally, we have the last segment of this week, which is Adventures in Twitch. Amanda, what do you got? Breaking news. Taste of Dragons is now on Twitch. Join us on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays for original groundbreaking Twitch content. Meet our extended cast with Hassel and Jen as they join the Taste of Dragons for Metal Gear Solid and Missed Shots. If shooters and confusing sneaky spy games aren't your thing, check out Murder Power Hour for Mindless Killing or one of our indie streams for some cool chill fun mysteries and soon late night on twitch for our night owls join lewis on thursdays for some smooth midnight jams oh yeah uh yeah so join us now on twitch man we have we have so many days guys i know there's a lot of days it's every day but tuesday but But, but even then we have enough streams to count for every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna get Tuesday one day. You hear that? You hear that? AOC, come on, come on <laughs> yeah. over. Come on over. Join up. Friend zone <laughs> is ready for you. Ghost of Tsushima, it is. It is waiting for you. Yeah. We will legends it up with a legend. Oh man, we will protect her as she dies. We're all just Ronin. Just all just Ronin. <laughs> Must awesome. protect her at all costs. <laughs> Awesome. So that'll do it for the news. That brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. <laughs> Joy's going to bring it to us. So we touched a little bit on the UI, the user interface of the PS5 and Xbox. Yeah, absolutely. Just a little bit. Yep. Just a little, little. And so, but I want to go a little deeper now and Ooh. try to uh, see what you all feel about I guess maybe the history of of of, uh, of UI throughout the, uh, gaming as you've come across what works for you, what makes a good AI, what makes a bad AI, what, what makes you not really care that much. Wait, 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 wait. A UI, a- AI, UI? or UI? Oh, I, oh, maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, because we can the, talk about AI, the AI oh. and the UI. We can we can talk about the AI in the PS4's UI. That's uh, true. I I I hate we are that one so more much. rhyme I'm... away from a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> the UI's in the AI says I, and then uh, by Ti the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate that 
that AI so much. I hope the PlayStation 5 doesn't have one. So let's get right into it. Yeah, the PS4 UI, right? Like yeah, not, not, not the, 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 the AI, AI in, in the, the UI. <laughs> which is like whenever you say the word PlayStation and then you ask it to do something and then you're just having a regular conversation and then you say like kidney pie and then all of a sudden she's like, did you try to talk to me? And it was like, no, that, no. that it, wasn't even close and, PlayStation. And it's the worst when you're like in the middle of a movie and it's like a good <laughs> scene and maybe you like laugh. You're like, oh, that's funny. And it's like, did you say PlayStation? That's not even close. Or you don't say anything and then someone on Netflix says something that's close and then it picks up its own sound and then the menu comes up. Okay, so So one thing I I do like in UI is I'm trying new things, but Mm. unfortunately, like the AI, it doesn't always pan out. Yeah, Yeah. and that's that's something you only have to worry about if you have a microphone hooked up to it, right? Yes. Right. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Anytime I put a microphone in, it's like, hey, do you want to do voice command stuff? I'm like, I never said I did. Repeat that. I'm like, stop asking me to repeat that. <laughs> so, so what are some other things that you don't necessarily want when it comes to like a UI? Um, I don't, as for the PS4, I mean, it's a lot of it's clunky. I don't like that every time mm-hmm. I get a party invite, I have to completely exit the game sure. to join the party. And then I can go back to it or I have to do a bunch of, I have to do a bunch of stuff that literally interrupts whatever I am doing mm-hmm. in order to do it, which mm-hmm. shouldn't be the case, especially if I'm mid game especially like adjusting microphone level it's like i gotta go out and then i gotta go to that other menu and then i gotta adjust it and then yeah. i have to test it and then i have to go all the way back through all of the buttons i just yeah clicked. it's, it's a lot. confusing elements i think are a detriment where it's like okay to get to this menu i have to hold down the button and then go to a tab instead yeah. of just going to a tab and then holding down a different button and mm-hmm. it, it gets a little confusing so i think if there's something that i do want from new euis is to kind of just clean all that up simplify yeah. yeah and then there's sometimes like when you're in a loading screen where like you try to press the ps button and it's like nope can't do that right now we're because we have this title screen i'm like but Okay, I guess I'll just wait. wait. So you want it to be active at all time. Like whenever I need to bring you up, you come up. Yeah. I would love it if it worked like Destiny where like uh, whenever Destiny has a loading screen, you can pull up your menu and you can do like item organization. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always said that I I wish more games did that, but even be better if the console did that. It's just like, hey, it's loading and I know I'm going to be stuck here for a few minutes. So I'd love to go do something else check my messages or yeah. like well, especially loading, have it, no and then no when i can jump back loading is going to be a thing in the past though now yeah that's what they're yeah, saying they say that i, I mean I don't. <laughs> they say that but they, if they if rockstar comes out with another red dead that's false yeah. Like, yeah right now they're saying that yeah loading that no loading is the future but they also said hey ai and your ui is the future so <laughs> i enjoy to try new things yeah and then what about you joe any anything i don't actually really like when they add sounds to everything i okay. like sounds really? a lot in most stuff the but um whoosh in the yeah i actually yeah. find that they're extremely too loud always mm. like oh, okay. it, like i we use the untitled goose background because the sound of moving through games and stuff and i, I really do think it's mostly because i like the sound on it mm-hmm. it is very minimal and i don't like that you can't change that mm-hmm. the like the initial screen with that that mm-hmm. sound that mm-hmm. happens every time you move between mm-hmm. games or anything you're doing it's just annoying to me it's too loud. I guess it's it's too loud. If they soften it, I, I could definitely see that. I do mm-hmm. see the reason for the sound because it, yeah. like we as in our human dumb brains need like validation that the thing I'm doing is working. And, <laughs> and some people react better to sound. Yeah, That's yeah. True. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I completely get why it's there. For me, it's too loud. And, and almost every version of 
PlayStation specifically UI, I don't like the sounds already. So mm-hmm. we always change it to some other menu thing. Like one, mm-hmm. for a long time, it was like a cute little boat floating in these weird waves that had a nice little tune. And the tune wasn't overly annoying. The right. tune wasn't too loud. Mm-hmm. And it really, I think that's partially why we left it on there for years, yeah. I think. Because yeah, it was years. <laughs> for, for most games, you can change the volume of the UI, the volume of that's the dialogue, correct. and mm-hmm. the volume of the background setting. So You've that, never been able and to I do, do that for a console. It would yeah. be cool right. if they put that in there. That yeah. would be cool. It feels like it's a simple fix. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it is. I feel like we're gonna get a tweet, and it's just like, nah, it's real easy, y'all. Just go to do this. And we're like, yeah. damn it, he's dumb, dumb. That's fair. Yeah. You know what? That's a possibility. I've, I've yeah. never looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Yep, never. I've never uh, been and like. Then, hmm. And then for what? myself, I yeah. don't like. I don't like the UI interface getting slowed down by online components. Like mm. I don't, I like actually, I love on con- online components on a UI. That's mm-hmm. actually great. You know, yeah, give nice me the DLC touch. as soon as I look yeah, at it. Yeah. A nice yeah. little touch, but I don't like when it slows down stuff that doesn't require that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, load up the rest of it first, and then load up what needs the online components. Because uh, I think the PS4 has been having that problem for years now. At least yeah. you know, once it got a little bit bloated, it like stutters. It out. It just stutters yeah. out because it's one of those like, all right, cool. Let me go to a game. And then it's loading up the overview. I was like, all right, great. But then it's still loading up some other online thing from the overview. I was like, no, no, no. I just want this one portion of it that has nothing to I do with I just want to get to my trophies. Yeah, my exactly. trophies are local. Just give oh me my trophies. My yeah. The yeah. trophies, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, think, exactly. I think what I'll be looking for with this new UI is some more customizability. Mm-hmm. Customization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That, that, that's the word you were looking for. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, we use our PlayStation. It's our source to watch Netflix Same. or HBO. Same. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube, Same. and when it goes to when you get into a video setting, you can't control which of those like apps yep. are there in mm-hmm. what order. So yeah. uh, I yeah. have like the MLB season as like my number two slot. I don't watch baseball. Like I don't, <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like why you can't said I just... that? And I thought it was basketball, so that shows how much I watch. That. I was like MLB, major leave basketball. <laughs> that makes sense. There are two B's. It's not my fault. Yeah, just let me put like the Disney Plus there. The things that I'm watching, or even if you don't want me to choose, just use what I'm actually watching and just put it in the front. Yeah, yeah choose please. the thing that I have credentials yeah. for because right? you know what I've exactly. signed into. So yeah. why do you have a million other apps that I have never ever wanted to touch? Yeah, I, I don't like that stuff. So yeah. I, I think the new PlayStation Five UI is going to lean more into that. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, it seems like, at least from the video, yeah. just from things that they've shown, um, it seems a lot sleeker yeah. and a lot smoother. And stuff that I was saying I don't like, it seems like they took care right. of that. The, yes. <laughs> the picture in picture looks really cool. Yeah, so, yes. so yeah, what did you guys cool. think about the new PS5 UI since it was announced this week? Um, we I mean, on earlier. They, yeah. they, they do the thing that I, they already fixed the thing I hated, which is like if I'm mid game, I can just join a party while I'm mid game and not yeah. have to zoom out, then go back in and then go back out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then also that you can watch or sh- watch someone else's gameplay. Yeah, they have like a hint. They have like a, I don't know if it's someone else's gameplay, but I mean, like they have a hint system that looks like the developers will uh, maybe implement where if you're stuck on something, they'll give you like a picture as like a hint. Yeah, that's And then, yeah, that's and then the they'll thing. give you a video if you don't use those hints. Well, because I saw. Someone that was playing the Sackboy one, um, it said, uh, "Do you want this shared gameplay?" And then there was a video of someone yeah, playing that, Uncharted. That, that was definitely oh. happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were watching Uncharted while they were playing Sackboy. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hook that up to Twitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can be watching us while playing your games. <laughs> they also had like a challenge mode, so it's like, "Hey, I'm on chapter two of this game," and they're like, "Hey, you know, in chapter one, you missed this outfit, right?" So yeah. you could like go back and like they, that wasn't in the game; it was in the right. UI, which seemed really cool. 
It does. I feel really like that cool. that for certain games that would be really um, like I think back to like one of the old like Assassin's Creed game where there's like thirty feathers in this level. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, you missed two. No, you you don't have to go back now, but just letting you know this is where they are. Just yeah. so you know, I, which I, is cool. I do miss one thing is from the Xbox 360 where you can make your own uh, character, kind of like a meme. I like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. What do they call those avatars? I think I, I actually literally yeah. can't remember. We actually just, just uh, we just set one up for Jen because we were doing Dead Space on the 360. Right. I right, completely right. forgot what it's called, but I actually really did enjoy that i actually like that too i I like that i think i don't think it should force you to have to make one i think it should you know it should be on your own i don't like that they monetize it i completely get why they do they completely they monetize avatars as well on ps5 and the xbox i I bought a chicken with a pulley in it when i was on xbox yeah i paid the two (laughs) dollars and and i get that i personally would just like to see them not because i think it's just something that's just like kind of how like nintendo does it nintendo you have your me and there's no monetization options on it xbox had 4,000 items yes. and the Wii has 12. So yeah. I think if you have the 12 and that's free, yeah, yeah, I'm, t- yeah. I'm fine with you monetizing the other. Like, I agree. If you want the Halo helmet, yeah, pay yeah, a dollar. Yeah. 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 I care. But yeah. I, I do miss that though. Yeah. I, I do yeah. wish that it added it, a you, lot of personality. Exactly. It did. Unique, yeah. you, like a unique, you had a unique slant on yeah, it. Because yes. I don't want to put my picture on the internet. But I would put a version of myself that's sure. a cartoon on the internet. Yeah, I like that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be cool if they incorporated that in some way. They're not going to, but it'd be cool. No, but that—that's me. That's me. Yeah. I, I, I actually, when we were setting up the, the 360, I was like, "That was a thing." Damn it! <laughs> I that. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't look like they're going to bring that back for the new no. Xbox or anything no. like that. It looks. Nope pretty similar from what I saw with the Xbox UI to the PS5 UI. It's like, hey, it's going to be fast. It's going to be responsive. Yeah. It's going to be sleek. Uh, and it's going to create the least amount of barrier possible for you to get to your games and get to your friends who are playing games. Which is exactly cool. what it's supposed to be for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Which is nice. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, so I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to be like. We have less, less than, than a month. Three, less than three weeks. Woo. Less than three weeks away oh, from man. being out in the wild. Oh, so. God. I think we're all weirdly excited, but let's do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm cautiously excited. Yeah. Why? Don't be cautious, man. Uh, no, I'm cautiously excited because I don't know if it's going to arrive. Yeah. Uh, okay. When yeah. it's going oh, to arrive. That's yeah. where that I'm makes at. sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that's fair. Yeah. Same, same, same. I have same two of that. them coming to me. I don't know if either of them are coming. Fair. <laughs> I, I agree with that then. I thought yeah, you this, might... is, this is the first time I think we're not picking one up we're at not midnight. Picking one up, yeah. So it's very weird to be like, well, right. I guess we'll just be at home. So you'll waiting. just be waiting, looking at the door. Is it come on? Do they come knock? On. Do you yeah. think they oh, knock? Man, I'm going to go to your door, Lewis, and knock. And you want to bet it's raining away. the day it comes? Oh, of course. You want to uh, bet it's raining? Of course. Oh, man. It's raining, and you get of one of those guys that like doesn't knock on your door. And they just, just like, leave it in the rain. Their hand gets close to the door, and they're like, oh, it was close enough, and then they go. They're just going to put the wet mat on top of the box. Oh, man. All uh, the worst things that could happen to yeah. the delivery of the PS5 week of launch. Yeah, that's what I'm hesitant about. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm hesitant about that, but I have no doubts that I'm going to love it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. So, all right, cool. So I think that'll do it for our Mighty, Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Now that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so sleek. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's not meek. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is a chance for us to shine a little light, uh, show a little love on a person, place, or thing, maybe a company. Uh, maybe a thruple. I like going back to that one. I don't know why. Don't tell me. And it's, it's a thruple in the games industry. That's yes. the key part. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, it's going to be Joe bringing it to us. That word's just fun. It is. <laughs> it, it is. This week, I will be talking about a gentleman who is a pioneer of the music gaming genre. 
Mr. Keiichi Yano. He is the co-founder of Innis. In 1997, he started this with his wife and her brother and a group of other musicians. And they wanted to create games that had to do with music and making peripherals to make music in games. You may have heard of some of the games that he has created. He created Guitaru Man, which is a oh, cult yes! classic. Yes. He Guitaru Man. Yeah. Oh, Guitaru Man is great. <laughs> he created Sudeki. He, crea- he created Owen Don, which is a humongously cult classic in the gaming industry. And he created Rain, the Wonder Trip. He created Lips for karaoke. Right. But the okay. one he is most well known for is Elite Beat Agents for the Nintendo oh, DS. That's my favorite DS game. Yeah, it's a it great so game. <gasps> oh. That's yes. a game I didn't know I would love until I was playing it. So right? I was like, all right, I'll check it out. So whatever. Why is this game amazing? It's so good. <laughs> it's, oh. So, um, unfortunately, there isn't a whole lot known about his early life. He doesn't even have his date of when he is born online anywhere. He is not exactly a hermit. It's not like he stays out of the limelight. Uh, he just like he's a secret agent. He, oh, yeah. a secret beat an agent. Yeah. <laughs> no, he actually uh, just beats anyone who gets that out. Like, uh, no, 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 no. no. With, with music. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the things that he did when he was younger before creating Innis, um, he very early in life, it's about the late 80s at this point, he graduated from the University of California and majored in jazz. He is a jazz saxophone musician. He yeah. plays in nightclubs in Tokyo still to this day. I bet it's so oh, smoky damn. in those nightclubs. I can't think of anything cooler than majoring in jazz. For I feel right? like when you graduate, they give you sunglasses and a leather jacket. Agreed. And like... Make it up. Agreed. That's <laughs> your degree. They give you a pack of smokes <laughs> as well. I know you don't smoke, but you're going to. Just do it. And just like splash you with a little bit of like rum. Yeah. yeah. Or like a Jack and Coke. I feel like the only thing that would be cooler than that is if it was smooth jazz. Oh. Ooh. Oh. It's like I majored in jazz with a focus and smooth. (laughs) (laughs) So smooth. (laughs) So um, he had a really, he got lucky, uh, the company, Innis, and he had a great relationship with Microsoft before the Xbox was even a thing. He was doing experiments with interactive music and technologies with DirectX team, which was before there was Xbox. He created the user interface for the chat functioning in Xboxes. Really? So yeah, he was the one who designed all of that. He's a programmer as well. And with about four or five other people when the team started in Innis, they decided they were going to try and create games that were just different and had to do with music. He tried pitching things to Nintendo for years. They all hey, said no. Hey, hey, <laughs> he would go into a room. You're going to like tap on this thing and then it's going to... It well, was before the tapping on oh, the thing. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So before the DS, there was no peripherals essentially to be able to play music unless you actually created a controller to do so. Mm-hmm. There was It was hard to kind of make a game look like it was fun, like playing music and make it playable and make people understand it. And then have a peripheral that didn't work. It, so he said they went through lots of different things. They kept trying to pitch things to Nintendo. They were making Guitar Man for PlayStation, and they did make Guitar Man. And it wasn't exactly a big seller, but it truly was a cult favorite, mm-hmm. and it was Japan only. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember th- playing Guitar Man in in college. Like I went over to someone else's dorm, and they were like, "I have this thing." It's great. I don't know what it is. I don't even know how I got it. <laughs> it really and then is. you play it. It's like it's like Parappa the Rapper, but like way better. Just yes. this yes. fun, vibrant, colorful. It was cool. It, speaking of Parappa the Rapper, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, so he basically, uh, he, he's doing these things with Microsoft. He's working very well with Xbox. He's working very well with PlayStation. The people on his team, the, the company's growing a bit bigger. They're trying to make games that are fun, that are musically inclined. And as he's pitching his ideas to Nintendo, they keep saying no. He makes Guitar Man. Everyone sees it and they're like, okay, cool. It kind of flopped, but it's got a cult following. People like it. And then he sees the announcement for the Nintendo DS. 
and the DS's interface on it and having a touchscreen on the bottom. And a light bulb goes off. Yeah, for real. Uh, He's talking to his friend uh, Tetsuya Mizaguchi, who is the person who created Space Channel 5. Um, Ah. And he's discussing the merit and the interaction people have to have with music already and how interactive music games can be. And this might be the thing that will bring it to to, to everyone. Mm -hmm. So he meets with Nintendo. He has a PowerPoint presentation basically on a tablet. And he's showing Nintendo... I can use the bottom screen of your system and we can have them tapping a beat on the bottom and rolling with the pen and doing all these things. And the top screen can be telling the story and have the music in it. And the Nintendo executives that were were there, and now mind you, he is not pitching Elite Beat Agents. He is pitching Owendon. Okay. Owendon, which is a Japanese-styled... Uh, Japanese cheerleaders are all men, and it's super cool because they love their <laughs> they love their football teams, they love their right their on. baseball teams, and during the the games they will have taiko drums playing, and they will get out on the field and they will do like a really intricate like super awesome dance essentially, and 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 it pups up the crowd and makes everybody all hyped up and everyone learns the dance. So Owen Don is a really big deal there. Mm. He is pitching Owen Don. Okay, he is pitching these cheerleaders basically for life. And he's like, this, I want to make a game. He is a cheerleader for he, the cheerleaders. He really yeah. is. And so he shows the executives. He brings a tablet with it on it. And he goes, here. And so you would use a pen. And it's just drawn on a screen. It's just scrolling through a screen. One of the executives was so excited about it. They grabbed a real pen and broke his tablet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's later, the ultimate sign of right? I like what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> he later finds out that one of the people on that team, actually on the executive's t- team, was an Owen Don when he was a younger man. Oh. And he loved his sports team so much that he was a cheerleader for oh, them, essentially. <laughs> so he lucked out. That's they so loved cute. the idea. And they were like, okay, we're going to do this. He makes Sukidi, and then he, in 2005, Owen Dan comes out, and everyone's super hyped about it. It's very weird because it's not something you would normally see, and it's Japan only. It comes out to kind of like rumbles of people liking it. Everyone who plays it loves it, but it's not making a ton of money. And so Nintendo's like, it's still cool. We're, we're cool. No biggie. Um, we would love for this to be something you could do in the West, though. Mm-hmm. If you could try and work on that, that'd be great. And so um, at a at a GDC 2007, which is a year after Elite Beat Agents came out, he had an entire, like, almost introspective. He had tons of people asking him about Elite Beat Agents mm-hmm. and if he was going to make a second one. He explained during many of the interviews, Elite Beat Agents started off as the village people. It was going to like be... Like the 70s band? Yes. Yeah. And there was... YMCA? There was, yes. <laughs> he said that the, pe- the Elite Beat Agents themselves were going to be based on the village people and they were going to save puppies from train tracks, but with music. <laughs> and so they were going to say... Like, so the, the opening shtick of it was that when he was pitching the idea for a Western audience was that there was a puppy stuck on the train tracks and like just kind of sitting there looking cute and there was a train coming and you were dancing to get the train's attention (laughs) to to stop the train and then so what happened everyone liked the pitch the pitch was great but then somebody in the room shortly after was like so what happens you know you you can't actually have this be a level in the game and they're like well we you know we thought it might be kind of fun to be the tutorial like what happens if they don't do it right does the puppy get hit with the train? And they, he was like, oh, oh, you're right. We cannot oh. have this. <laughs> so he he was very lucky, he says, that he was he was raised here, essentially. He went to the University of California. He speaks English completely 
perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. he's a native speaker of both Japanese and English. Cool. Oh wow! So he was able to kind of really explain himself all the time to both mm-hmm. sides of the coin. That's awesome. Um, so in in these interviews, he explained all the fun things he had to like kind of show them and the sketchy nature of of how all the things on the top of it were actually like drawn like a comic and they were kind of sketched out and they would move like a comic book. So he was trying to explain that he wanted it to be more like Owen Dunn so that it could be fun no matter mm-hmm. what they were cheerleading for and the elite beat agents elite beat agents is what he's specifically have you, have you, have you played this i've never even mm-hmm. heard of it <laughs> oh it's, it's, it's so pretty good. much what what she mentions like saving like puppies from cats except uh, puppies from cats yeah <laughs> puppies from trains except it's like hey you're helping somebody bake a cake and then if you fail it's like all over them or right, you're helping right. uh walk a dog or something but you're all in like suits because you're elite beat right. agents and you're right. you're like coming in to help people with their everyday problems by dancing it out yeah <laughs> you're cheerleading to, sounds, sounds like an anime to like m- to like actual songs that would be an think, amazing anime if yeah. it was like a scooby-doo of the week <laughs> oh anime. man there there's a designer who worked on elite beat agents and who worked on i think he worked in owen dunn one and two as well um he said that he never thought he would come to work and cry over a game and he was like i was i was designing he's like i'm, I'm programming and he goes i got to work and i saw the sketches from the day before and and the level we were working on and what song we were going to put to it mm-hmm. and he goes there was a man and he is young and he is strong and he's playing baseball and he hits yes. a home run yes. and he's like he's like yeah and it, he was like he, he's looking at the pages and he's like this is so this is cool and he goes the elite beat agents come out and it flashes to the future and this man his his career is over he is a janitor now at the actual ballpark he used to play at as a, as a, as a yeah. young strong buck in the team a kid runs by him and a kid goes hey mister aren't you this guy aren't you strong arm joe who hit the home run and whatever and the janitor turns and looks at him turns his hat around and it's like sorry kid you got the wrong person and he says <laughs> tears were rolling down his face Aww. because he couldn't believe that this really kind of almost silly like regular life thing that happens to people yeah. he was like it was beautiful and he was like I'm making a game that's going to make somebody else feel something one, and it's music and it's- one of my like like realest moments is playing that game and there's a level where a kid is like Christmas and it's like hey hey their mom's like hey what do you want for Christmas and it's like I want daddy to come back. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, oh, oh there's so, God. Yeah, so- it was. I remember. I remember that level now too because I was just like, oh wow. And then you play an entire year of that life, and you're playing Chicago's "You're the Meaning in My Life." You're the you know you're the reason in my life. You're the inspiration. You're the inspiration. You're the inspiration. Yeah. Chicago's "You're the Inspiration." And if you mess up, if you're doing well, like little things will happen in the house, like like her dad's favorite song will start playing, or like. Her, her, the sweater appears like on her on her doorstep or something like that. But if you don't do well, then the opposite starts happening. She starts like forgetting her dad. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my. So you like really dark. want to hit that beat? <laughs> and like I remember being in tears by the end of that level. Like, and I play it multiple times just to like go back and be like, this is amazing. And if you do really well, it's a beautiful ending. Yeah. <laughs> the designer that told that story was explaining how he loved his job. He loved working for Innes and he loved working for Keiichi And he thought that the the games they were bringing to life in the music they were able to use for it were, were just synergy in a way that they couldn't even really explain. They were so happy. And speaking of music, the American version of Elite Beat Agents, the westernized version of Owen Dunn, they said they started with 300 songs and had to cut it down to 15. Wow. Yes. 
Little known fact about it is that Live in La Vida Loca was actually supposed to be the first song you played as a as the tutorial, but they couldn't get the rights to pass through all the different people they had to get Aww. the rights for. Oh, even damn. though Ricky Martin himself was asked once about it and he said, Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be in that game. And he was like <laughs> it, it was one of those it's one of those like little known things. It was cool. That's like the perfect like man cheerleader song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Getting back to Elite Beat Agents when he pitched it, he said he wanted to make a music game with uh, that was a prototype with a kind of like a musical platform. He said that it had never been done before and he'd been working on it for a long time. And because of Owen Don, they had the formula ready. They could make it happen. And since the DS was region free, people were already importing Owen Don into the States. They were already in Europe playing it. He said that they had such a strong cult following everywhere he went in the community. Well, he would do the Tokyo Big Show. He would do the, the, game, uh, the game conference there. They always had a huge crowd for people who were so excited about Owen Don. And now Elite Beat Agents, he was hoping that same thing would happen here. Reggie Fisame, the, the uh, head of Nintendo mm-hmm. at the time, loved the idea. And he himself was pimping the game Elite Beat Agents. It was like, this is going to be great. All right, I'm Reggie. so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I... So he basically said Elite Beat Agents had to be pitched in a way where the drawing style, which was very Japanese, had to be kind of changed to where the characters had to have sharp red hair. And one of the characters had his coat open. Because when you're in when you're an Ondan dancer, usually you're wearing like a, a black suit almost that has long long coattails and a long front so a lot of them look like gangsters because they don't have their shirt underneath it and they will open their coat because it's like power (laughs) movement and they're like yeah look at me in my shirtness my shirtlessness he said that they had to change a lot of the very Japanese stuff into it and since it originally was supposed to be the village people but that didn't really work out so well um, he said that over time it started to become men in black with the Blues Brothers and Austin Powers kind of (laughs) all mixed into the same thing that's actually a very accurate description it really is (laughs) nails it so they they said the pitch went well obviously the the game was a very large success but when it comes to actually money it wasn't the game sold plenty of copies. People loved it. It had right. great reviews and has a huge cult following. But over time, it just kind of, it, because it's music, it's of the moment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, that doesn't translate 10 years later. Definitely not. But if you try to find a copy of that game right now, it's still $30. Right. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Wow. It's, 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 and it's not easy to find, might I add. Like, Elite Beat Agents, is, it's, it's a great game. He continues to work on games now. He continues to pitch things now. But now he, his team and him actually work on Kickstarter mostly. Okay. They try to make all of their games pr- produced themselves through Kickstarter. Unfortunately, in 2017, they had a Project Rap Rabbit, which was a <laughs> game that they were putting out that was with the creator of Parappa the Rapper. Oh. And it was awesome. If you see the, the promo for Kickstarter, it was really, really cool, but they thought they would need a lot more money than they were able to actually secure and have okay. funded. So um, it didn't work out. But he says that that was one of the best experiences because even in failure, he was having people build a community around music and around music games Mm -hmm. that he never would have experienced. He said that every time he made a game, he was trying to show other people how important it was to have a community, even the small ones, how much it matters that music is what brought them together and brought them to this. Um, He thinks that community in the music community and the gaming community can be one, Mm -hmm. and he's still working towards that to this day. Wow. Awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm so happy because he has such a unique slant into his game design where like you have music games, you have rhythm games, but they're also very, they're so focused on the music, whether it's Guitar Hero or Rock Band, like they put the music up front, which is great. Oh, yeah. But he finds a great way to marry the music with like a story or characters or mm-hmm. design so that it's music for a purpose. 
yeah. the way that Parappa the Rapper was yeah. as well in Guitar Man. And that's a genre we just don't see Not really. very often. No, o- yeah. Often, If it's a music game, then it's just about the music. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I hope that there's something new that comes out, whatever this... Oh. Jojo rap 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 rabbit yeah, uh, is. rap rabbit. I I hope it gets. I hope some sooner or later because it's not like he they can't make it. He's like I just just got to find the right funding for yeah. it. He did create the lip series for Xbox, the karaoke games, which there was multiples of. Yes, there and was. that cool. those went really really big as well. I wasn't as big a fan of those, so I don't know a whole heck of a lot aside from they went really hardcore with them, and there was like six of them, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> like they they sold well. So he. Mm-hmm. His his uh, relationship with Xbox and Nintendo is fantastic. His relationship with PlayStation is still wonderful. Everyone loves working with him. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, I would love working with him too. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right, cool. So that was... Keiichi Yano. Nice. All right. Well, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. But you can always find us online. That's right. Check us out at Taste of Dragons on platforms like Instagram to keep up with all our goings-ons. Uh, that's where we post our schedule, and you can kind of see when our Twitch stuff is happening, when our podcast is happening, if anything else is going on. Hop on there. That's where our link tree is. But we also have a Twitter, which is solely dedicated to indie games and indie developers. Uh, Mandy, have you can't come across any cool indie games this week? Yes. You might have heard us talk about Coffee Talk on one of our prior weeks. Yes. Well, Coffee Talk, the chill cafe simulation and visual novel, released a vinyl record of their chill lo-fi jams. If you're looking for an end of the day, rain outside the window, chilling with headphones, sipping on a hot tea vinyl record, this is both the game and the vinyl for you. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. What if I want to do like a hot chocolate instead? You can That's do that. totally cool. Okay, cool. That's definitely <laughs> fine. That's definitely fine. Thank you, Mandy. And uh, also make sure to check us out at Taste of Dragons on twitch.tv backslash Taste of Dragons. Uh, we are streaming five days a week and maybe even twice during a couple Six of these days games. A week, sir. Six days a week. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. We, we each take a different show. So find a show you like, watch it, and then find another one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's like, uh, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. You can't stop. You can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see you out there. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Why? Thanks, Bye-bye. I will. Dry up. Keep it dry up. Keep it dry. Keep it dry. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day.